This is the Ramsey Call of the Day, part of the Ramsey Network. Michael joins us in Phoenix. Michael, welcome to the show. Hi. Um, as I said, my name is Michael. Um, I'm looking to buy my first home, but I'm having some trouble with um, the 15-year versus the 30-year fixed. I know you guys say to put um, 15-year fixed. Um, I feel comfortable with putting a down payment, but just want some guidance on how to be able to afford my first home. Sure. So give us some numbers here. What's your income? Um, so total monthly income um, after tax is around $9,000 a month. Um, awesome. On average. Great. Um, currently have, separate from my emergency savings, have 80000 cash set aside for a purchase. Um, but when I use the Ramsey calculator, it really only tells me that I can put uh, buy a home for around 317 which in my area um, affords you a dumpster on the side of the road. So just want some ideas on, on what I can do, whether I should just wait and uh, or whether I should just uh, buy a different type of property. Are you single? I'm single, yeah. And you're looking at single-family homes, condos, townhomes? What are we talking? I want a single-family home. Um, nothing too crazy, but uh, trying to stay away from the condo or townhome. And why is that? Um, well, I understand that they're harder to resell um, in a scenario where the market is down. So False. Concerns there. False. Sure that- George is a townhouse expert. You just told me the Phoenix area is really hot, right? Yes, it is. So you're telling me townhomes just aren't selling, single-family homes are the only ones that are selling? I would say they're not selling, or they are selling now, um, but it is an area where the market does um, take a dip, but I'm not saying that it is going to, but um, even, even honestly, even townhomes are looking at $350,000 plus, um, and they just have such high HOA fees. Have you looked into what those fees are? Yeah, I mean, you're looking at anywhere from four to $500 a month. I don't buy that. You're telling me all over the For Phoenix sorry, area. $500 a quarter, yeah, yeah. A quarter. Okay, well, that changes the game. So we're talking 125 bucks a month. Correct. That's very reasonable. It, it certainly could be. So, um, I mean, I truthfully, First I think we, we, you have your sights set high. There's two options here. I'll lay them out for you. You're not stuck. Either we delay the purchase and we save up more cash, so let's say you have 120 down and you wait another year, then we can maybe get into a single-family home on the low end, or we can get into a townhome more quickly with the money we have, and we stay there for three, four years, maybe pay that off, and then use all of that towards a single-family home a few years down the line. This is not forever. Mm-hmm. What's causing the itch, Michael? You, you know, we got to wait for what we want sometimes, and uh, there's something that's causing this itch. What is it? Um, I mean, I would say lots of colleagues are buying those second homes uh-huh. and properties. So oh. I know it's a chasing what you want, um, but I feel like the income is enough to support it. It's just an idea on, on how much longer I should wait. What if you is lived in okay a vacuum and you couldn't see what anyone else around you was doing? Would that change things? I would say so, yes. Of course. All right. Boom. We just unfollowed a bunch of people on Instagram, and we avoided a lot of water cooler conversations. Yeah, you got to choose yeah. what's best for you. And and George is absolutely right. But let's just look at this from a uh, maybe a different viewpoint. Where do you want your life to be, or what do you want your life to look like 25, 30 years down the line? And you don't have to answer that, but but you can begin to visualize that. 
And when you start to think about the end, the destination, where you ultimately want to be and what you want life to look like, then it's a lot easier to uh, get past the distractions of, well, I'm comparing my now to somebody else's now, when really this isn't about the now, it's about the long-term future. Am I right? I would agree, yeah. I think it's perspective, my man. And listen, I'm preaching to the choir here, okay? I, you know, I've always been a guy that wants, you know, I want, I want to make progress as fast as absolutely possible. But, you know, there's there progress is, uh, you know, progress is incremental at many times. And then wham, after many years of incremental progress, then we, we have this unbelievable payoff. And I think I can hear it in your voice. It's a hope that you're encouraged. I'm not picking on you. I hope that you're encouraged that you got to be focusing on your long-term vision and what must be true for that to happen thanks so much for the call man and remember this we don't know your friend's situation they could be broke up to their eyeballs losing sleep there's a good chance they paycheck are paycheck george tell folks uh, what the average car payment in america is 733 dollars that means a lot of people have even higher car payments to get to that average and your friends that are buying a second house may be watching shysters on instagram telling them to leverage themselves up to their eyeballs a lot of shysters out there you like that word that's such a great word it's a great word to say stay the course man don't worry run your own race and uh i've said this before ken i'll probably butcher it but the problem with running other people's race is that there is no finish line it's never enough. i got to write that down, It's never George. enough. Say it again, George. The problem with running other people's race is that there is no finish line. And that's, that's right. what we see time and time again comparing your life. Because back in the day, Ken, you didn't know what your, your coworkers, where they lived and what their life was like and where yeah. they vacationed. And it's now true. it's in the palm of your hand 24-7. And there's a growing movement, a uh, little bit of a pivot, uh, George. There's a growing pivot uh, all over the Internet and in social media where people want to know what each other makes. Mm. And they think this is great. Oh, we need transparency. Let me tell you something. That's going to turn into this big, giant comparison cesspool, and people don't understand that. And the very people that you think you want to you want to help by telling them what you make, they're going to end up resenting you. It's nonsense. Comparison never, ever, ever pays off. I'm going to throw a Rachel Cruz quote, quote at you. Here we go. Comparisons are the thief of joy. It's true. I'd ra- I'm taking joy. And if that means putting the comparisons down and doing it my way, even if it's slower, even if it means I don't have a house and they do, right now. Here you go. If you're going to compare yourself to somebody, there's only one person you should compare yourself to. The you of yesterday. Ooh, there's there another tweet. Is. We're dropping some gems. We're like Socrates over here. Well, I don't think we are. Okay, fair point. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in to the Ramsey Call of the Day. To check out all of our podcasts, just search Ramsey Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.